0: Joining us around the table, Sally Krawczyk, the CEO and co-founder of Alavest, a digital financial advisor joins us now. Hello, Sally. Good to see you.
1: Good morning. Good Let's to Let's get be into you. your
0: personal view first. You are bullish, constructive, optimistic almost.
1: <laughs> for my personal view, so first of all, Alavest digital advisor, yes, wealth management company also. Cool. Uh, funded by, founded by, built by, built for investing and investing through women. So I'm going to bring the woman's point of view here today. Yes, I am personally bullish, doesn't particularly matter, but I do think what we've learned. By the way, I thought watching Jerome Powell last night, it's hard not to watch that individual and say, boy, I have confidence in him. And yes, maybe it's not March, maybe it's June, maybe it's a little later. But my personal bullishness, I seem to learn again and again, don't fight the Fed. Don't fight the Fed, right? The Fed took on the subprime crisis and won, took on the pandemic and won took on Silicon Valley Bank in one, tightened you know, last year, a year, two years ago, and the market went down. Don't fight the Fed. They are very powerful. And if the rates are going to be going down, I'm personally feeling bullish. Doesn't affect our asset allocation at Ellevest at all, by the way.
2: Well, okay. So let's talk about that. Is yeah. there sort of the similar kind of bullishness underpinning certainly your client's views, but also some of the asset allocations that you have yeah. currently? Yeah. Well, when we do our asset allocation, we look at
1: long-term uh, returns that we expecting and, and they're terrific, right? The equity markets, if you go back to the early 1900s, uh, tend to go up about nine and a half, 10 percent a year, you know balanced portfolio 6 percent. It compounds, right? So it's hard not to be bullish over at the long term. And what we're seeing with our women is they are indeed investing, often for impact, and we should talk about that because of course there's a blowback for impact. But the great thing about these women is they also stay the course. You know, we've we've seen the research, and we now see, are seeing it proven at Elevest that they don't freak out when markets are tough. They really stay the course, and as a result you know, women outperform men when they invest. Um, And that's true at the professional level as well as at the individual level.
2: Just uh, dealing with the next sort of year, before we get to the long-term view and and some of what you're talking about, as someone who has been very powerful in a number of, of banks, I'm wondering how concerned you are just about credit creation at this point. The fact that yes, rates are gonna come down, but there's a real question, especially with certain constraints on bank balance sheets, commercial real estate, how much some of these firms can keep lending. Yeah. Does that sort of keep you up at night at all? Well, you
1: know what what I have been worried about is, you know, with Silicon Valley Bank, our Lehman or our Bear Stearns, right? Was it, you know, the shoe the drop that ah, uh, you know, the impact of rising interest rates on these banks and particularly the regional banks, you know, has been felt. Um, and we can heal and move on, or is that the beginning of sort of a longer term issue? And, and I think the jury is still out on that, though certainly every day that passes um, and, and something doesn't happen is a bullish signal.
2: As somebody though has understood just the long and variable lags, mm-hmm. certainly through credit creation, sure. What are you watching to understand whether there is uh, something more pernicious under the hood just with respect to withdrawing some of the capital? Yeah,
1: we're not. I mean, again, at Ellevest, we um, invest for the longer term, not for these shifts and tactical changes. Uh, so we look at what do we view the longer term returns of the stock and bond markets as being as opposed to, you know, what's going to happen this day or that day or, or even over the next year. When you're looking at long term, what sectors are you most excited about? All of them, all of them. I mean, think about it, you know, when you're investing in the markets, you're investing in the U.S. economy, in the global economy. And what these economies have shown is over reasonable periods of time, they tend towards growth, right? And so, um, you know, we have a diversified portfolio that has access to to all of them. Again, what we're seeing that may be different from more typical investing firm, is our women tend to be looking for impact. They tend to understand that we are all impact investors, that every dollar we invest or every dollar we spend, and by the way, women are responsible for 80 to 85% of consumer spending. So if we're gonna talk about are we going into a recession, it's gonna be the women who put us into a recession who keep, who keep us out. But what they recognize is their dollar has meaning, and their dollar has impact, and they're looking not to give up a financial return at all, but they are looking for what is my impact in addition to my financial return. So when you say impact, Mm -hmm. what do you define impact as? Oh, so many ways we can go at this, right? Whether it's ESG, impact investing, whether it's gender lens investing, you know, what is the dollar not being invested in and what is it being invested in, right? Is it being invested for um, environmental reasons? Um, Whether that's, you know, I want to be out of companies that are going to suffer from global warming, or I want to be in companies that are actually having a positive role in fighting global warming. But it can also be gender lens, right? Is, you know, my investing in diverse leadership teams, our
2: women tend to care about that quite a bit. You know, we're heading into, what some people would say, the political silly season. We're going uh, toward the election, and a lot of some of the impact investing has been highly politicized. How are you feeling? (laughs) How is that playing out in terms of what counts as impact and sort of how you define some of these things? Well, you see in New Hampshire, there are folks there who are trying to make
1: impact investing or ESG investing illegal. And not a little bit illegal, felony illegal, go-to-jail illegal. Um, which, you know, hello, I'm not supposed to as an investor take governance into account when I'm making an investment, I'm not supposed to take diversity of the leadership team into account. By the way, when the research has shown that diversity of, in the leadership team can drive superior performance, that there are very few things that you can say, oh, this correlates to a great leadership team for a company, but diversity is one of them. And I'm not supposed to take that into account. So we are indeed heading into sort of a funky moment, uh, but let me tell you, as money goes more and more to women. Because we should talk about the great wealth transfer, which is beginning to happen, and women want to invest more for impact, that can be a fundamental shift and a fundamental change. Have you felt more dissent within the ranks, sort of along political lines? No, we have not. Um, we hear it from others. Oh my gosh, you know, my, you know, over here at X Y Z investing company, we're getting some backlash against DSG for us, where you know, a, the majority of our clients are women. We are not hearing backlash. We're hearing. I I don't want to give up a financial return, but I also don't want to give up an impact return.
0: Sally, it's great to have you with us. Thank you. Sally Krochek of Alavest. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum, powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B.